Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Times that I have six. Those are two to one. The way that I said that. (laughs) How many times did I have sex? And if I say it like this, nobody's ever going to want to have sex with me if I call it sex like this. Hi, would you like to have sex with me? My name's Sierra. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no fuck. On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yuck, trying and trying and having no luck, because we all know dating kind of sucks. Welcome to another episode of Dating Kind of Sucks, your favorite podcast about navigating, benefiting from, and enjoying the world of dating, sex, and relationships. I'm Adam Heath of Itable, coming to you barely alive after celebrating Halloween for the past four days straight. And with me, as always, is my Spitfire co-host, who's all grits and tits but never spits, Sarah G. <laughs> Today we're talking about the trend that data-blind researchers have been calling a sex recession among millennials as well as other adults. Are we actually in a sex recession or are younger generations finally realizing that three pumps and he's done isn't anything a woman should put up with anymore? As a Gen Y old man who identifies as a millennial and primarily has sex with millennials, I'll be weighing in. <laughs> and of course, Sarah will have her own opinions about sex if she can remember what that's like. Oh, okay. So what do you say, Sarah? <laughs> can you recall what it's like to have a little carnal knowledge with someone or are you pretty much a born again virgin now? Hmm. Well, first off, will this sex recession help me buy a house? (laughs) (laughs) No? No. Okay, great. (laughs) No, no, just get some dick maybe. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I like that you already knew the intro too, but you still were laughing at it. The, uh. The, the, I, I'm really proud of the uh, all grits and tits but never spits. I still think uh, it's it's good. like I read it out loud and I'm like, okay, cool. And then when you actually say it, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what have you had? You haven't had any sex recently, have you? What the fuck kind of question is that? You know my answer is going to be I know the answer. I know the answer. Our listeners don't know the answer. Well, I'll maybe, tell you the maybe, answer. Maybe. It's a hell no. Nothing's happening. Okay. Um, I will say <laughs> though... I am still talking to that guy who's in the military who's currently in Iraq, and we FaceTimed this past Oh, hold on. Wait. By saying he's in Iraq, did you just ruin some military secrets just like Sergeant 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 Gaslight you were just saying that you did? You know what's so funny about that? I am so fucking happy you brought that up. So (laughs) I am so happy. I'm just like, oh, it's such validation that like he was such a fucking asshole, Sergeant Slaughter. Um because this guy who's currently in Iraq on a mission, or I don't even know if it's on a mission. He's just in Iraq, okay? Um, and he said, he's like, it's totally fine if you were to refer and say, like, who's in Iraq, who's in the military, whatever. He's like, you just can't say, like, who's in Iraq from this state to this state in this certain squadron of whatever and, like, all the specifics. Right. Like, right. saying someone's going to Iraq, you know how many other 
like people in the military are in Iraq right now? Like uh, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people. Like it's it's exactly. the numbers are, are astronomical. So it doesn't matter. So, yeah. So right. Me getting for any any new listeners, yeah, by the way, if true. you don't know, <laughs> you should go back and listen to like the gaslighting episode and the episode before that, where uh, Sarah dated a guy named Sergeant Slaughter who uh, yelled at her about daring to say that he was going to Syria. You know, I was breaking somehow <laughs> code or <laughs> yeah, ruined operational security somehow by saying that an anonymous person from Nashville that nobody knows because he had a fake code name was going to Syria and he was just trying to basically show how important he was to Sarah. He was like, everyone's going to figure it out. I'm like, who fucking knows me? And who yeah. who could tie you back to this podcast? No one. So it was just funny because when we were FaceTiming, he brought that up. He's like, yeah, it's totally fine. Just don't mention like specifics like that. But he's like, I'm, it's not right. like you would anyways. I'm like, yeah, I'm not an idiot. So, so anyway, so you've been talking to the guy who's in Iraq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> long story short, yeah. And I... You know what? I think I have a problem with nice guys. And this is a problem. Like, this is my problem um, that I, I recognize. But because of all the fuckery in the past, he's done nothing wrong. He's super sweet. He's attractive. He's funny. Like, he always will he'll text me occasionally. Like, because we're on different time zones, too, obviously. So you, like, text me a good morning or, like, like you look so beautiful. And just being really fucking sweet. And I'm like, cannot compute be an asshole please like like because i'm used to like spitting something mean back out of like oh this fucking guy or me thinking like oh i can change him or oh you know whatever and i'm like this guy's just fucking normal like all these really good qualities so far obviously haven't met him in person yet but i'm like so far there are no red flags but yet i'm like oh but he's too nice so just keep your distance though and that's that's a me problem obviously but it's just funny right. that I recognized that and was like, he's done nothing wrong. He's just really nice and wants to talk to me and everything's yeah. fine. But yeah, like, so again, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with I you? I know, Sarah? but literally I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, there has to be a reason why. I'm like, oh, it's because I've been treated like shit by literally every other fucking guy I've ever dated. So that totally makes sense. Right. Yep. And I think that that's definitely something that a lot of people go through is they're so used to being treated a certain way that when someone's genuinely nice, they actually start to suspect uh, ulterior motives. And sometimes there are ulterior motives. Like that's the thing is sometimes people are manipulative or, or, you know, lying and, and th that does happen, but sometimes they're just a nice person. Well, it's not like he's trying to sleep with me right now. I mean, hell he's not even in this country. So it's like, right. What and, is he trying to get out of it? <laughs> he hasn't sent you a dick pic or anything like that. So nope. like, it doesn't mean, you know, so he's not like trying to, you know, be creepy. Yeah. Um, though you did get one recently, didn't you? Oh, <sighs> Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Uh, yeah, I got a dick pic Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning from someone who I've been out with in the past. And he, Oh, no, but talk about who he was. We've, what? <laughs> no, you don't have to say his name. You're not no, gonna say no, no, his no, name. no. It's I mean, because it technically wasn't like a full dick pic. It was just like that, like right above like the top of his, like, you know what I mean? Like the V cut and right there. So I didn't see the full thing, but like. Some of it was in the photo. Does that still count as a dick pic? That, I guess it's still a sexually suggestive <laughs> picture. It okay. Doesn't matter if it's okay. Like, I'm just like, well, yeah, I don't right. want to so say like, like he's straight up sent me a dick pic. Yeah, because pic, the but... only reason it's in a picture of the V, like I don't have a V, I have more of like a U, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, because I have a belly. But um, but like somebody who has a V, like the only reason you're sending a picture of that is to and like, it was think dark. about and what it's pointing to. It was dark and he was in bed and like that's all he sent and he was like i'd like one back and i'm like oh my god oh see that's even worse you didn't even say that part yeah, that's actually no. even worse than the picture too, it kept getting it, worse you know. <laughs> 
Uh, and now yeah, you like to hide hide these things sometimes. You don't say things because you know that it'll it'll it makes it even worse. And he just fucking is Snapchatting me right now, and he's just like, "How was your weekend?" He's like, "Oh, what are you doing right now? Talking about right you. now? He did, yeah. What are you doing right now? Talking. Why don't about you record you? video of of you talking about him and then send it to him? <laughs> <laughs> Not sending <laughs> just, you like, a dick. Put it on and just be like, so yeah, this uh this creepy uh dude just sent me a picture and asked me for a picture back, even though we haven't even because you. You didn't even hook up with him. And you made out, right? No, I fucking. Okay, this we went on a date last year and he's a bartender in Nashville. And so right. like I would always hit him up at his bar and he'd be like, I'd like a gin and tonic, please. He's like, when are we going on a second date? I was like, after you give me that gin and tonic, sir. And then I'd like go upstairs and be like, bye. See you later. And then we just like never planned a second date. But at the end of our first date, First off, he listened to the whole one night stand in Vegas thing because that episode had just come out and then we went on a date a couple weeks later. So he thought like that was my prerogative was like that we were just going to fuck. He's like, I love how open you were about having a one night stand and just wanting to Uh, fuck. And I'm like, that was so not the message of that episode whatsoever. And he's like, oh, you know, like I had a crazy time in Vegas too. I'm like, not the point of the episode. So you kept going. Like if you actually listened to the episode, (laughs) you would get that too. Like you would actually had any ability to have empathy. You'd be like, oh, no, this is really bothering her this is really upsetting her let me <laughs> instead he's like i'm really really proud of uh you you know I'm really, i love that you like fucked that you, guy in vegas like you yeah. took a dick yeah yeah that's what i was thinking he about. must want to take mine so at the end of our date and we only went out to bars too which is like the worst and we're just like he's like let's have another drink let's take shots i'm like it's a thursday night and i have to drive 20 minutes back home so that's not gonna happen um but at the end i dropped him off on broadway and we like pecked in my car and then i was like okay bye and that was that was the end of that so I really So yeah, so there's never been anything really that happened no, between you then. No, he just yeah. always hits me up and he's like, What are you up to? And I'm like, Not fucking you, so I don't know why he bothered. <laughs> like he knows where I'm coming from, but there I swear to God, like it doesn't matter. There's always that one random like person on the side that like will just hit you up out of nowhere thinking that you want to fuck and I'm like, We don't even talk. I haven't even talked to you at all this year. What are you doing? But Yeah. There's always one. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So that was Saturday morning. That was your post Halloween. Um, well, I guess Halloween was Thursday. Yeah, I didn't party for four days for Halloween like you did. God, so. I know. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Like, I went downtown on Halloween itself. Then Friday, what did I do? Like, I don't even remember. You're just still went, drunk. I, oh, there was a Halloween karaoke thing going on. So I went to that Friday night. And then and I, after recovering most of the day Friday. And then Saturday, um, I was just working. I, I just, I, you know, did drove for lift. I did some stuff. And then I was like, you know, it's early. I'll just go have a drink at Ale House. And so I went to Ale House and early have a drink turned into closing the bar down mm. uh, because there were people there that I knew. And I was talking to somebody and, yeah, and you now today <laughs> I've been hating life, like fucking hating life. It just has been miserable. I'm not drinking for a couple days. You know what? I, you I know, say actually, one day. Gonna... You will not last. <laughs> I'm gonna no no I'll say a couple days because I usually only drink once a week so this is this is unusual for me to drink this much in a, in a week. Um, I don't think I'm, I'll drink again until probably the meetup that we have, which is a good little segue oh, yeah. to, to mention that real quick. Um, yeah, we're doing a dating kind of sucks meetup in uh, New Orlando actually in Altamont Springs at the Altamont Springs Ale House Wednesday, November thirteenth, and. Obviously, I put it at starting at seven. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's just basically you. I'll be there. And then who knows who else. Um, but uh, starting, uh, yeah, Wednesday the 13th at like around 7, probably go for a couple hours. Um, you know, I'll save some spots at the bar. People can come, just come up and hang out. It's not really, it's not, it's not a formal thing. It's a very informal thing, but I'd love to have anybody who listens, who wants to come out, can, uh, can come out and have fun. 
and you know whatever it's always nice like it's, it's great um now that bar it's funny i'll go up there and and i can't go to the bar now without somebody come up and be like hey i listen to the podcast i really enjoy it well because you've like, marked love... that as your spot now so oh, anyone I, in orlando I mean, is. is like i'm going to that ale house right <laughs> <laughs> it is though but it, and i appreciate that like it's always nice to you know when people come up and actually take the time to just come up and say hi and i i always appreciate that and so nobody should ever feel shy to do that you know come feel free to you know let me know because it's always nice to see new listeners that i didn't maybe know about otherwise that's true uh, any other uh, potential dating, st- anything, other potential dates or anything going on? Um, You know, I have been talking to another guy on Bumble, I believe it was, but it's uh-huh. like, it's just so on and off. I'm like, if you want to meet up, just let me know. And he was like, oh yeah, let's do it. Just kidding. I have more important. He literally said something like, I have like more important things to do tonight with friends. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You could have just said, no, I'm busy. <laughs> he didn't have to be a dick. Was he being funny or was he really being think, a dick about I, it? No, he was kind of being a dick about it. I don't think he was being funny. Wow. That's kind of, why, why the fuck would someone say that? Uh, because people in Nashville fucking suck. I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, but. I was. Oh, go ahead. oh no. But um, on my drive back from St. Louis this weekend, I was listening to Oprah's Super Soul podcast. And one of, uh, one of her podcasts was about relationships. And mm-hmm. the message was like, when people tell you or show you who they are, believe them. And. I was like, damn, well, like it makes so much sense. And I feel like I've heard it before, but then they were like throwing in different examples of people who have like their spouses cheated on them or lied or whatever. And they're like, oh, but I still think there's hope. And they're like, they have literally showed you the type of person that they are, like how they're going to like mistreat you in the future. Like they're basically telling you everything you need to know to make a decision to leave. So then I was like putting that into my mind of like past guys that I've dated. And I'm like, oh yeah, literally like don't focus on oh, he's attractive or, oh, you know, he has so much potential. It's like, does he actually have the qualities to make the relationship work instead of like, oh, you know, it could. All the feelings, right. like and go off of the fact, not the feeling. The, and, and also I think that the important word with that too is um, always listen to someone uh, who like, you know, who shows you who they are. Yeah. Like it's not always about what they tell you because telling people by, you know, lie about themselves all the time. But when they, when they show you who they are, believe that like, because how they, how they demonstrate through their actions uh, is going to be much more powerful than their words about it. Yeah. And the, their other point was they know themselves better than you know them. So if they say, like, for instance, I guess with the telling thing, it was like, oh, you know, I'm really, I'm kind of that crazy person to date. Or if someone like on a first right. date w- was to say something like that or, oh, you know, like I just I'm really like I had an ex-boyfriend who's like, yeah, like I'm not very physical and like I really just don't like, you know, touching people or whatever. And I'm like, no. And I made the excuse for him not really knowing him at the time. And I'm like, no, no way. And he's like, no, seriously. And then like he told me that. And then like I tried to force what I thought would be good in the relationship right. and i'm like no he fucking told me that at the beginning and i you know stuff that, like that that's a good point yeah and if or if someone says i'm not looking for a relationship don't just ignore them and then saying that and say oh well they just they, they now that they found they me they will exactly yeah right you know because that means they told you and you decided to ignore that so you're why are you surprised when they they only want to have a sex and then move on mm-hmm. because they they literally told you that's very important it, it, it's like that fallacy in our head of oh well you know i could be the one or he'll finally realize like how great i am like no for the most part and this applies to you know men dating women too like if they tell you this is what i want or this is like overall the type of person that i am you know Obviously, actions speak louder than words, but in some of those instances, believe them. 
Oh yeah, no, uh, that's absolutely true. I, I was, I think, I was looking at it more of the if someone says, "Oh, I'm a nice guy," or "I'm, I'm, I'm trustworthy," and then okay, not, if anyone like, you know, says you that, know. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Well, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, buy that. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what else did I? Oh, I had a uh, Bumble. Yeah. I had a, a date potentially uh, with someone on Bumble, and I was like, "Well, let me get through this week, and then we can plan something," you know. And she was like, "Oh yeah, I love karaoke." I was like, "Well, we can do karaoke sometime," um, and it looked like it might be fun. And I gave her my number and said, "You can text me." And um, and we were still messaging back and forth a little bit. Hadn't actually made it to the phone, and then Bumble banned my account. I think um, you just that's can't all log I can in. Assume. You can't. I can't log in. It just it constantly like just. You know, just like looks like it's loading and will not log in. And so hmm. I, uh, yeah. And I'm guessing it's because I, I promoted the podcast on there. Uh, you know, my profile said something like, I have this podcast. You should listen to it. You'll enjoy it. I promise. And, and, and promoting's against the, the rules, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, basically it's butthurt people who match with me then are like, oh, like he's not really looking for a date or whatever, or he wasn't interested in me. And then they, you know, they report it or something. Hmm. And at any rate, um, so I started a new Bumble, of course. I mean, because it. He's not going takes, away. <laughs> it literally takes 10 fucking seconds to start a new Bumble. It did not take any, you know, it's not a, not a big deal. It was not hard to do in any way whatsoever. And have. I started it, I think it was today, maybe yesterday. I think I have like 38 matches right now. And I haven't been swiping around on everyone either. I, well, no, it's just it's the fact that like when you're a new account, Bumble really does push you up there in their in their uh, their algorithm in a significant way. And so I would encourage anyone seriously if you were having if you've been on Bumble for a while um, or Tinder or any of them and you're really having an issue with it, just like you're not really finding any good matches anymore. Um, and you did you, you used to have a decent time, then maybe um, delete your account completely and then just start over. And you might find some uh, some good success. Like but, all um, new people, like a lot of new faces too, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, okay, well that's kind of funny uh, because I think some of them are new faces. Oh, but then God. I had one who I had one who was like, "Oh, hey, how's the podcast going? Uh, I haven't talked to you in a while." And I was like, "Oh, did we match before?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And because I, I was like, "I I thought you looked familiar, but I wasn't sure." She goes, "Yeah, it was like oh, a year ago." God. And I oh, like, well, a year said, ago, I mean. You never met in well, person, I, and some of that. No, no, yeah, never, and not, and not to like pat myself on the back, but I, I do have a unique look, so I'm not surprised that someone might remember matching with me, and I may not necessarily remember matching with them. So what you you're know, saying it, is you're not like a Thad Brad Chatter. Whatever. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> none of my profile is ever going to be generic or something. Be like, hmm, I don't seem to remember a guy with a blue beard and a podcast about dating. You know, like it's just that's going yeah, to tend to, I guess, stick in, stick in people's minds a little bit. So I think there's a couple of those people who I've matched with who I've matched with in the past. Um, and I rematched with um, with I, I can't believe we haven't given her. Have we given her a code name? Um, who I've gone and done karaoke with and she runs karaoke and I've gone over there and I, uh, I don't think we did. Do we call her like Idol? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Idol. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. we did. We yeah, did because yeah, yeah. I haven't talked about her in an episode. Yeah, Idol. Um, and I actually saw her profile and I matched with her and she was like, oh, well, then howdy because she obviously must have swiped right on me as well. So I explained that to her. We have potential plans to see each other next week. Really? Maybe. I, yeah, you if, haven't uh, talked her, about her in a while. Well, she's, we've both been busy and we've been texting every now and then, not like frequently, maybe, you know, two or three times a week. We'll just kind of check in. How's, how have things been going? Talk about what's been going on in our lives. And just, you know, it's, it's been minimal, but it's been, it's been there. Um, and it's just, I know that she's been, um, she, she, she's just been busy too. And so have I. So that's all right. I mean, it, like, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, 
And then I, I don't know. <laughs> oh why God, I do that this face myself. you just gave. Oh yeah, what? I like, oh <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, I just I don't know why I do this to myself as well. But uh, I have been. Um, I spent like an hour or two the other night video chatting with um, my new friend who lives in England. Oh. And yes, um, the one that I met when I was uh, driving for Lyft. So she was actually in London uh, for work. So she didn't have her son because she has her son like 98% of the time. And so she actually had like the little free time to talk more than normally. So we were just like sending little videos of, con- you know, conversations back and forth basically, uh, which we could have just FaceTimed, I realized. But we didn't. It was do that. like a I one minute video. You'd watch it. Yeah, it was like one minute back and back. forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, it was still entertaining. But it was it was just nice chatting with her. She's like she really is just very sweet, and she's like she's very attractive as well, and she's nice, and she lives in England. So I, you know, <laughs> so I, there's I, like I, really I, not much of a potential. So uh, it's just it's one of those things that I know she's going to be out here in February, and I know we're going to have a good time when you know when she comes out. But um, I'm also like you know I feel like both of us are probably setting ourselves up for uh, just you know complete disaster as well. But you know, is it, whatever. Is it unspoken that she also has some kind of attraction toward you? I don't. I don't. I don't really know how to. Uh, what I mean, to say fuck. About like, that. like, I don't even talk to the guy who's from the UK anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, our conversations have not been sexual. They not not like sexual. They've been. They've maybe had a couple undertones occasionally, and you know, and and yeah, and she's she said complimentary things, you know, as well, and everything. So I, I don't know. Like, it's. I feel like. There, there is. I do. Yes, yes. There's an attraction there. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just say that. That I, that I, but I might be making an assumption. But I'm just going to go ahead and say that because I mean I'm fucking amazing. So why wouldn't someone have an attraction? To <laughs> and me? that I is mean, the that is the person I love right there. Yeah, <laughs> that, you should so, be yes. a thousand percent about yourself anyway. So yeah, sure. Right, right. There's of course, a, there's a level of attraction there. Good. So yeah. Uh, anyway, um, well, that's all. So you're just going to keep right? talking to her and wait until February, and then you're going to see yeah. Idol soon ish yes. when you're both free and then and then if this other person that i'm before bumble banned me if she had my number she wants to text me uh if she actually finds you know if, i don't know if when bumble bans you if the messages go away i don't know what happens i think the profile just goes blank like it stays there but oh well then like my the number still in go there, away so i don't know maybe she'll text me uh, i guess i guess we'll see so we might uh, go out and do some karaoke or something as well and um yeah and I think that's everything that's been going on that's worth worth mentioning uh, that I can think and of. And you've been partying um, for Halloween. That's about it, right? All your partying. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to drink again till the meetup on November 13th, I think. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Although I was supposed to go to this thing called Roscoe's Chili Cook-Off this weekend, but it's supposed to be like a weird-ass thing with like naked people and like like naked people and chili and body paint and it, it's like a cross it sounds like a cross between bike week and like um hedonism in jamaica like it sounds insane, i don't even know what that is but, uh it's just like it's a yeah I, I don't i don't know how to describe it but uh we'll see if i end up uh going out to that or not but it's a bit of a trek so if i go i probably won't even drink i'll just go observe and report back oh boy. anyway oh <sighs> Well, this is uh, t- what's today? Today is Sunday, November second, no third. Third, just third. kill me. Shit. Yeah, I'm too. <laughs> that we're recording, <laughs> and um, yeah, we we we've been usually we used to record on Thursdays, and then for some reason that has stopped happening. Been so we need traveling. To get back I've been like every time I'll get home. Like last time I got home and I was like shit, <laughs> and now this time I got home and I'm like man, I got to record again. So it's just been we both been kind of busy. Yeah, we have, we have, and this next couple of weeks are going to be even busier. We'll we'll be still putting out episodes. Um, we're probably we're probably gonna. My guess is we might put out something over like Christmas, but we might end up missing one week for the holidays. I guess we're gonna kind of play it by ear. 
and see uh, where we are. Maybe we'll do a live one. Yeah. Because I'll be in Orlando in December. So we're going to meet up and plan some bigger meetup maybe for all the Orlando peeps out there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And Sarah and I will be going back to a strip club. Maybe we'll bring your mom this time too. Oh my God. We are never bringing my mom. No. I'm totally going to text your mom and invite her to come with us. (laughs) I hate that you have her number. Oh my God. That is so (laughs) weird. Oh man. I don't think my mom's ever been to a strip club. I don't know if that's surprising to you. Yes, she has. She has? I'm pretty sure she said she had. When we were talking, uh, when I was helping her with that and stuff, uh, I think I'm pretty sure she said something about going to a strip club. I feel like when she was in New Orleans. Wow. I thought my mom and I were cool like that. She tells you those things. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, maybe we'll have a dating kind of sucks party at a strip club. Who freaking knows at this point? I know. I know. Oh, man. Uh, let's talk about uh, anything that's going Facebook. on in the Facebook group. Yeah. Do you want to grab the first one? Facebook.com slash group slash DKS podcast. You know, just tee it up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can put that in there if you want to join <laughs> us. We'd love to have you in there. We're getting close to a thousand members too. Yeah. So we got some good ones this week. And uh, I I think we might disagree a little bit on this one. Who knows? Um, especially because sure. you're the one with the facial hair and I do not have any facial hair. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean. <laughs> Don't you? Say you wait, wait, what? Don't you have some facial hair? Don't you have like a little little mustache going sometimes? Fuck you. Um so Jessica on our Facebook group um posted, I'm not into facial hair at all. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I love, love that was her first sentence. Sorry, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to get uh, roasted, but it's my personal preference. I like smooth face slash non-smoker to making out with. And honestly, that's the biggest thing that sucks about being single. I can't kiss my damn self. Okay, so I don't like facial hair and full beard seems to be a fucking requirement for living in my relatively smallish town. But I do not have time in my life for distance dating. I need to meet people, okay. even friends who I can meet up with. Who I'm sorry, who can meet up with me on a random Tuesday because I have... A few hours to kill waiting. Okay, whatever. But basically, the whole point of her thing was that she doesn't like dating guys with facial hair and making out with them. Right. So, of course, I mean, I had to say something. Oh, I mean, uh, she put sorry, Adam, in the first line. So, right, right. Of course, of course. So, the what I was I was taking uh, like not I didn't take offense to it. I mean, everyone has their own preferences. I I was taking uh, issue with the fact that she said something about making out with and my guess is that she thinks that anyone with a beard or mustache or facial hair or something like you can't make out with them because the beard is in the way and that's not true like I have mine trimmed and it doesn't really it doesn't affect kissing in any way whatsoever so that was just something I was what I was trying to say I was like have you tried because like someone who trims their beard and takes care of it you're not it's not gonna be like poking you in the face or anything it's not you're not like kissing their mustache hairs or anything because that would be terrible you're licking them (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Then it just turned into a whole thing, and it just it, like the, the the comments got a, a little little crazy. One hundred and two comments post, on this post, right? One hundred and two, which is just ridiculous for a for a post that's just her saying that she doesn't like facial hair, um, and that like is it rude for her to ask scruffy guys if they shave? Oh yeah, that was the and, rest of her. her. Her thing was pretty long. Oh yeah, it was long, but yeah, she also asked that in the, towards the end. So I think it's one of those things that uh, well, like. Even guys who have like a little bit of scruff, she doesn't like. She doesn't find attractive. Like it's that's just to me. Okay, I'm gonna let you take this one first. Go, go, go off. (laughs) The way I feel about it is that not like saying that I you just universally don't like someone with facial hair is like saying like that or that you usually or universally like people who have completely smooth, clean shaven faces. Is that I like if I said I universally only like people that have pigtails or I universally only like someone who has. 
you know, a mullet or universal or whatever. Like, like if you or like redheads or, you know, a certain race or. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you're universally saying this is all I will like, is that then you're you're it's weird because to me, you're assigning a, a kind of physical shallow trait. So something where you can find somebody, if you like somebody, are you going to care if they get their haircut? Like that's the thing. So that would be – that would like saying that you're not attracted to it means that if I like somebody and she goes from having long hair because I love long hair to getting a pixie cut, I'd be like, oh, sorry, we have to break up. Like you know, your hair your hair got cut. That's very shallow. Um, that is very shallow. Right. To do that. And it, 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 that, in my opinion, right, it is. Yeah. Anthony Jeselnik has a, has a great joke about it too. He says something like uh, – um, I, I know I'm going to butcher it, but like my girlfriend, um, got a bad haircut the other day and she came home and she was upset. And I was like, baby, baby, I'm the guy who has to go find a new girlfriend now. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> That's great. Um, it's something along those lines. Anyway, so it turned into something where, uh, where people got, you know, people's complaints where, um, it gets bad irritation if someone goes down you when they haven't shaved in a few days on your, like on your thighs and stuff or on your neck, they can get, you know, irritational. That's true. If you have scruff versus mm-hmm. a beard. Yeah. That's like saying that, like, you know, like if you, if you touch someone's head, you're going to scrape your hand. You know, if they have ha- long hair, it's the same thing as a beard. A beard isn't going to be pokey. It's not a fucking cactus, you know? So like, <laughs> I feel like people don't really think about that. Um, and I think if you like somebody, you'll like them one way or the other. So f- before I get into more, more of discussion, oh, of this, I know I you have more. You have I'm like, say. where can I jump I do, in? I, I do have more, but I'm going to let, let you come in. So I think asking, cause she says like something about asking someone to shave or not to shave. I equate that to like, say I had a bush and like, I preferred to keep, like I maintained it and I preferred to keep that. And then some guys like, oh, well, if you don't shave it, like I'm not going to do anything with you. You know what I mean? Like that's my preference. Like it's a similar thing there. I do understand the stance of scruff of like, if you're making out with someone and they're like slowly trying to grow in facial hair or like, cause you know, it's no shade oh, yeah. November or whatever. It's like like that sandpaper face. Yeah. That's different. you know. Yeah. And that's like literally all my exes is just like, they never really had beards where like, if it was a fully grown beard, I wouldn't think it would be an issue at all. It's just like the scruff. I'm like, Oh man, I feel like my lip is like totally fucked up now. And it's like bright red. And it's because I've been making out with someone who hasn't shaved in a while, but that's fine. It's a preference. But like, like you were saying earlier, like I like dating certain types of guys but like if the right connection came along and i'm like oh my god but he has a beard like it's not gonna work i don't think that that's a deal breaker for me of like oh forget forget him here he has a beard right and and i i think with the if someone shaves like if, if I, once again if i if i'm attracted to someone and she doesn't shave her armpits or her legs or any you know any area if i'm attracted to her i'm attracted to her yeah. like and because i when you're with someone over the stage of a relationship as well, they're not always going to be the same. Like, you know, like physically, like some things are going to change, you know, like, and that's one of them. Sometimes someone will be like, oh, I'm going to let my hair grow out. I'm going to do whatever. And, and I, you know, I think that it's to, to, uh, to say that that's, um, I don't know. Like, do I have a preference with people sometimes? Yeah, I have a, like, I have a personal preference, like, uh, about what, like, let's say with women, uh, whether they shave or something like that. Like, yes, I have a personal preference, right. but it also doesn't mean that I'm not, attracted to someone who doesn't follow that preference. That's just my personal preference. Whatever someone does for their own comfort is fine too. Um, you know, like the, the eccentric, for example, was not, she didn't shave her legs. She didn't, you know, and she, and it was fine. Like there, we had no problem. It was, it was great being to get, being with her. And then, you know, uh, 
other people have, you know, shaved everything, you know, head to toe. And that's, that's fine too. Tink, uh, Tinkerbell was, uh, one of those two, you know, types. Hmm. So it's just, it, it, and, and I had equally amount, you know, equal amounts of fun with both of them. Cause I was attracted to both of them as people, not as, you know, a skin suit with hair. So I think, <laughs> I, don't know. I think maybe it's the look that she's like, I just don't like dating guys with beards or I don't like, right. It's just it's a it's a look thing where my recommendation is like if their personality is great and you have a good connection, don't let that physical thing stop you from getting to know them more from getting more physical or whatever, just because you're like, oh, well, that's not normally my thing. Right, right. Yeah. Um, now, someone did have one good example in there, too. Just one. Um, <laughs> just that, one person. <laughs> yeah, there's only one person in the whole thing that had it made a good point against the, you know, against beards. Um, but and for her. <laughs> She said making out with guys that have scruff give her flashbacks to a sexual assault. Oh, yeah. And then... and so like that with that that makes sense. It's trigger it's a triggering event for you. That could be anything, you know. It is so that that and that absolutely makes sense. Um That's a good point. And then um what this led to too, I don't know if you noticed this was uh, did you see the argument about anger? No, I saw I saw the, the whole comments. sexual assault thing and then I was like, okay, it's going a lot of back and forth on stuff. So I'm I always just stop at a certain point. I'm like, I've I've seen enough. <laughs> Well, you know, you read basically what she what she said. Um, for the most part, she also went into a couple other things. But um, you know, and 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 she like she said, um, you know, I've gone on two dates. I rarely swipe right since everyone has some scruff to full beard. And is it rude for the first question asked is do you shave? I've not a good makeout session in fuck nearly three years. I'm doomed. Right? It's okay. You can all you all can tell me. And someone commented and said, you seem a bit angry. And it was a guy oh. saying that. And and uh, yeah. And and our our our, our friend uh, Isabel, who actually ended up. Honestly, leaving the group, she told me because she was just like, I just can't handle. She got sometimes. attacked. Like, yeah, she got attacked. Although she, uh, I, I felt she was right. She didn't seem angry in any way, and I think there's there's a, and this is nothing to do with the shaving part. This is all about that men have a tendency that anytime a, a woman is passionate about something or is saying something with with enthusiasm or vigor, it's like, oh well, you know, you seem a little angry, and it, like, that that's is a so thing. true. Yeah. I didn't think she was and, angry at, at Jessica's post at all. It sounded angry. It was just like, here's where I'm coming from. Like, this is based on my past experience. Like, am I crazy at like, give me some feedback. Right. And, and like, and, and so, um, he replied and said, well, in order of appearance, she said, sucks, damn, fucking and fuck plus multiple exclamation points. And then Isabel replied. So a woman swearing and showing animation translates as angry to you. And, and I just, I, you know, and I, I really, did not find her to be angry at all. It didn't seem like an angry post. It seemed like a, um, she might've had some frustration, which is not anger. She might've also just been, she was asking a question too. And, uh, so it just, it seemed, um, you know, that, that several people just really jumped on that. And that, that I think maybe men should think about these things. And, and actually there's some women who said, Oh, it seemed like angry as well, but and not that there's anything wrong with anger. But, uh, you know, that, that, like, there's nothing wrong with being angry about it, but I didn't think it was angry. Like, and, and, and if a guy looks at a woman being, you know, animated and energetic and enthusiastic and thinks that means she's angry because she's using profanity or exclamation points, then, uh, that might be something to assess. And that just, it was something I wanted to bring up. Right I here. don't know if she's, she sounds frustrated. Like, she sounds a little frustrated. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's I mean, like, our group a... is called dating kind of sucks. So saying that the fact she used the word sucks means she's angry. I mean, you know, the group is just also, she's kind talking of, about you know, Bumble. Like, she blind. wants, to waste less time on bumble she's getting frustrated because like she doesn't want to do distance dating but no one that she's physically attracted to is in her area and like she's just frustrated and she just needs a sounding board so we gave her a sounding board and then that happened <laughs> 102 yeah, comments and, later well and i think that that it's it's one of those things too that, that like 
venting is okay and it's it's designed to you're, you're designed to like you know um i'm trying to think of the best way to word this it, frustration is okay being frustrated about things and talking about it and the fact that she just was expressing her frustration in a way that she wasn't attacking anybody but someone said oh like took it defensively oh you seem angry well it's probably because he had a beard would never or say like- that to a guy though if a guy had wrote the same thing that's the thing is i don't think anybody would have said that is really what I'm, what I'm saying no that's fair but yeah anyways that was that <sighs> that was that facebook post and then we also had another one <laughs> yeah you want to move on from this <laughs> from this one and facial hair we also had another one this was someone who said that um, if you're in an open relationship and you're on a dating app, say that. And, do, you know, don't waste someone's time for days making it seem like you're single and then finally be like, hey, want to have a threesome with me and my other person? And uh, and this is just – it was a minor thing that I don't think we're, we need to spend a lot of time on, but it was a good point. And that if you are in an open relationship, if you're poly, if whatever if whatever your situation is, is not – you know, is, is something that you that you feel like should be explained – then explain it before you waste somebody's time. Agreed. Because a lot of people are not going to be interested in a poly relationship or an open relationship. A lot of people are looking for a monogamous relationship or looking to date somebody and not be a threesome, not be a unicorn, you know, or anything like that. And there are, there's no good reason for anybody to hide that on a dating app. The, uh, the only reason that it is, is if you're trying to not essentially trick somebody, but you're just, you're not either comfortable enough with it to mention it on your, on the app, which in which case maybe you shouldn't be doing it. You are, um, talking, your, your other partner doesn't actually know you're out there. And so you're using it as a, you're kind of sneakily doing it, uh, or you're lying and you're, and you're actually cheating. And those are, those are really the three reasons. So I just wanted to bring it up as just something simple that, you know, this was in a lot of people. I mean, I think everyone pretty much agreed. Um, like someone in the comments said, uh, this happened to me. Fucker got to know me for four days talking nonstop and then whipped out, Hey, I'm in an open relationship. That's so uh, surprising. Like that just, I've never had that happen before. Like unless there were photos of him and her in the photo, fo- like in the profile. And even then, I didn't really equate it even until then, after the fact. He yeah. was like, oh, I'm married. And I was like, oh, that happened once. You know, after all this yeah. time of being on apps, it's only happened once. I was looking for um, my friend um, is in kind of an open relationship right now. And he found an app. I wish I could remember it. And I could not find it. Um, but there's like an app for people. Field. F- is that the one that I was telling you about like a couple weeks yeah, ago? Yeah. F-E-E-L-D. F-E-E-L-D. Yeah, that he was on and like. It, the the pool in Nashville's small from what he was telling me, but like everyone's really, really, really open and honest about what they want on there. So like maybe if you're looking for an open relationship or a threesome or whatever, put it on there instead of trying to hide it through other dating apps. Well, I mean, you can. I don't think there's a problem to use dating apps. You know, like uh, any of them for that. Just be honest. Well, yeah, with you, you yeah. Know, just put the yeah. But I'm saying I mean, if put... you're if you're nervous, like if you're nervous about that, like on the main profile, because I think too, like. A lot of people are on like the main three or four of them, right? So it's like, oh, you know, a coworker, like someone else could see. I mean, that's that's what happens to me all the time. Like people I've known for forever have could see my profile and be like, oh my god, she's looking for this, and then you get the judgment that way. Where like, if you're really worried about that, and that's and that's why you don't put it on your profile, then try this one field instead, where everyone's right. super honest on there. Yeah, I actually went on there and tried that, um, and it, it's it's not a great app. No. It's, uh, <laughs> I just it's saw still... it. He was up. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, no, it's still it's still like like you can see that it's still being developed, and there's still some issues. But I tried it just to see what it was like, and it was it's interesting. Field uh, is is not you know I'd say people can try it. Maybe if if you're 
if you want, want to try it. Even if you're not poly, it's good for anything else. If you're looking for anything, you know, I think it, I feel like it, um, it is better for, although I think Tinder and, and Bumble, no, Tinder's gotten better. I think Bumble's still a little behind. If you're someone who's trans, um, or, or otherwise, you know, not, uh, not, you know, cis, uh, cisgender and you would, it might actually give you some benefits there too hmm. as well, because it has a lot of options for that. So I think it actually, uh, might be a little more welcoming and open than, uh, than the other dating apps. Yeah. But so. just a suggestion. Yeah. And, uh, I think that, uh, you know, it just, honesty is always better. Just don't, and don't fucking waste people's time is really what it boils down to. Yeah. After four, uh, someone said like after four days, then they told them, I'm like, you've been texting back and forth for four days. And then you tell them like, I think there, if, (laughs) if that's something you want up front, you should be pretty honest within the first day of messaging them, let alone the first like 10 back and forth. You should probably say something. Um, the woman and I that were texting, we had, uh, and, the, and then like at one point she just said something like, oh yeah, sorry, my mother-in-law's in the hospital. I was like, mother-in-law? And she's like, did I not mention that I'm, that I'm married and like, uh, <laughs> no, Polly? You did and I was not. like, no, you fucking didn't. And she's like, oh, you know, I usually have that on my profile. And I think I was editing my profile to see what would happen if I didn't have it in there. And that must've been when we matched. She goes, it's in there now. I just, I think, it, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty important to bring that up. And you know, it was just, and then that was, was the end of that, huh? I still would have met up with her just to meet up with her because she seemed kind of cool. But then, you know, she was very flaky from the beginning anyway. So uh, just like, all right, that's it. Uh, At any rate, um, well, uh, (laughs) speaking of wasting time, we're going to go ahead and uh, (laughs) waste your time time for for 30 seconds as we uh, break. And uh, we'll be back with our topic in, uh, in a minute. This would normally be where we'd have a message from our sponsors, but we are basically our own sponsors. Yeah, that's right. We take care of everything. Recording, writing, moderating, advising, commenting, researching, editing, designing, marketing, promoting, and building this great TKS community we have. That's where you come in. We'd love for your support to help keep us going, help us grow, and help us improve every week. And for as low as $5 a month, you can be one of our patrons getting access to incredible exclusive content and supporting all of the hard work we do. Visit patreon.com slash DKS podcast, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash DKS podcast today if you're ready to show your support. And it's okay if you can't too, but we'd love to have you join our community either way. Follow our Instagram at Dating Kinda Sucks for our weekly Just the Tip Thursday. Join our Facebook group and get advice, share stories, and talk about dating, sex, and relationships at facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. Check out our blog posts and every episode at datingkindasucks.com. And leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher if you haven't already. Thanks again for listening and being part of the Dating Kinda Sucks community. And now, back to the show. I don't think I, I even forgot to talk about this. One of the uh, I was talking to this redhead last night at the uh, at alehouse, and we ended up talking for a while. And uh, <laughs> not just this girl, this redhead. Oh, this redhead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very cute redhead. That uh, she works at Bahama Breeze with everybody else that I know, and uh, we we kind of knew each other, but not really. But we started chatting and exchanging numbers at the uh, end of the night. So that was. I, I think uh, she wants to go do karaoke as well. So you're not going to say no to that. I will absolutely not say no to that. <laughs> How do you feel about? redheads that like aren't real redheads they're artificial redheads i feel like redhead is more a mentality than an uh, actual uh, like it's a personality type not necessarily a hair color really you think redhead is more of a personality type yeah because there are people who like you're like you can tell that they've got that redhead recessive gene like even because just it's it's they might be a little pale they might have some freckles they might have some brown hair whatever but and they might not have like flaming red hair but 
I think it's, it is a mentality. It's kind of, it's a certain personality that really speaks to me more than just the red hair. So, so if she's blonde, but has that redhead personality hooked. Probably. Yeah. Very likely. So I've never heard you ever say that before. Yeah. Well, I've just found that. I found that sometimes people that I'm like, oh yeah, you kind of feel like a redhead. Like, even though you're not, like, you, just, <laughs> you don't you have, look like a redhead, yeah, it's but a, it's a, it's a, it's like a, well, like you think about the blonde personality is kind of ditzy, maybe a little, uh, a little dumb. You know, even though it's a, it's a stereotype. What are you, you going to say about brunettes? And what the brunettes are, you know, kind of the uptight, you know, kind of sticklers. They tend to be a little bit more, you know. <laughs> and then redheads are, redheads are the crazy ones. Like redheads are the ones that are, are just like they tend to give things their all. Uh, like they go all in sometimes regardless of the emotional consequences. And so that's just kind of like a if, if I were to break it into three different hair colors. <laughs> I don't know. So interesting. That's you, know, you know, completely based on my own bullshit rationale, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Alrighty then. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking of uh, bullshit rationale, let's get into the millennial sex recession. Yeah, seriously. I, I do. I do want to say, and this is this is hard for me to admit, but this episode was inspired. The topic was inspired by a legitimately well-written and well-researched article <laughs> on Cosmo. Like I uh, just, I, I was so uh, the author is Julie Vadnell, and I was legitimately like impressed with the impressed. article. It was, yeah. I mean, and I did not expect, I, I forgot I was reading Cosmo is really, because usually the Cosmo stuff we see is just terrible, but this was yeah. a good, this was a good analysis. And of course I don't have that one pulled up. And okay. I don't think that's. Well, essentially, so so what this happened is, is a couple of years ago, I think it was 2017, they, they made big big news, quote unquote, because, you know, millennials apparently are, are ruining everything. We're killing everything. Yes. We're killing, yeah, traditional whatever. And we're also killing our own sex lives, apparently. Right. And so, you know, r- millennials are ruining Applebee's and they're ruining shopping malls and they're ruining, you know. Because those things suck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, essentially, millennials are making better choices with their with what they want to do with their lives. And, you know, and then people are complaining about it. So but also they said that there was a recession, a sex recession, um, and not just among millennials. It, it was blaming millennials. The study was. Uh, but it actually was about it was it, they interviewed people of all ages. So it had nothing to really do. And it showed that. The, oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, that was the other thing is and it showed that in the current – like it was in the last several years, people are having less sex than they were before. So it wasn't just millennials but since millennials are the most active generation right now and the most active group of adults because they're in there. And just so you know, if you're trying to figure out – And the out, easiest target to yes, blame for yes, anything too. because everyone – millennials, by the way, are, are between the ages of – usually I think right now it's 21 to 34 – is the age range or 22 to 34. So we're nearing getting it. Like, I feel like some millennials are almost in their forties. Well, maybe it might be a little older than that, but yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, but it's, it's an older than people think like people are like people who complain about millennials are usually fucking idiots who don't understand what a millennial is. Well, cause they're thinking like high schoolers and we're like, okay, that's not the same group of people. You can't just lump anyone who's 20, 30 years younger than you and uh, yeah, call them millennials. millennials. Yeah. That's why I'm just calling anybody who complains about them. Boomers that, that new whole thing. Okay. Just, boomer. Yeah, exactly. The okay boomer thing is just great. It's my I'm just, favorite. I'm gonna start using that because, and that's the funny thing is like, so at my age, so you know, I'm 42 and I'm I'm Gen X, 
which has just gotten disappeared. Nobody gives a shit about anything we had to say. It's either like millennials, which is Gen Y, right? You know, right before me, and then or, or right after me, and then boomers, which is the right before me, basically. And our generation is just like we're just here. Hi, we don't we don't know what's going on we're either. We're not causing any problems. We're not causing problems, yeah. but we're also kind of suffering in the same way. So. Uh, I would say that I, unlike a lot of my maybe Gen X friends who tend to probably identify more with boomers because they're in their 40s and older, um, I actually identify a lot more with millennials and not just because I tend to date and bang and hang out with millennials. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. Clarify, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm just saying, you know, like the, my, my, you know, age that I tend to date is in the range usually between 22 to 28 is kind of in the, you know, so right in the millennial sweet spot i guess yeah so i feel i feel like i can also comment on this topic about millennial sex recession as well because I have you're part- the one part- you're having sex with millennials. I'm part- exactly i'm participating like in it yeah. so so yeah so this study came <laughs> I'm out part of this recession damn it. <laughs> that's right um <laughs> so the study came out that blamed you know they blame millennials for a sex recession and um and everybody was talking about it in this huge deal and blah 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 etc and Cosmo came out in June of this year, so recently, and was like, no, this is bullshit. Um, and her her intro uh, says, uh, despite what the media says, we're not lonely, porn-addicted careerists who are too selfish or busy to get it on. Which, by the way, is funny because what people also complain about millennials is that they're not careerists, that they don't want to work hard. So I think it's funny. Yep, that, yeah, that is so fucking true, too. But so it's yep. like it's funny that people compl- blame millennials for both things, that you work too hard, you're careerists, and don't have sex. or you're all No, you we just can't do anything yeah, right apparently now. not. But I digress there, yeah. Yeah. Um, According to top experts, Cosmos exclusive data and actual millennials were the most experimental, enlightened, and sexually fulfilled generation yet. So this is uh, – we're going to kind of talk about this idea of – We're the woke ones. The if. woke ones. <laughs> no. We're trying new things. No, you no, don't like that. Okay, woke. never mind. Woke is just uh, <laughs> terrible. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um <laughs> So, so yeah, I figured we would, uh, we would kind of go through this and, and discuss this a little bit and talk about, uh, sex and sex and, and like, uh, has sex become less of an issue or, or is, is sex less important now or is it more about quality versus quantity? I'm just trying to figure out like the people with all the re- that did all the research and wrote this headline of, you know, millennials and sex recession or whatever. I'm like, what's their typical sex life? You know, like, do they just have, you know, three times a week? boring missionary sex and like oh yep i'm having a bunch of sex right right compared to the millennial standpoint of i'm gonna try this this time and then go like a couple months without and then the next time it's gonna be like this and you know well i think that uh, one one issue is that is that where the original study came from was not a great it wasn't a great study it's something that's a general it's a general social survey that they take that they, that they do um that's all about political and cultural attitudes it's a face to face and it has a couple things about sex in between everything else too and it, so essentially what it what it boiled down to was this is also almost 10 years ago now it was this, it was saying that young people from the ages from the years 2010 and 2014 is when this was so like yeah, yeah, that, that was that, that was eons ago at yeah, this point. Had sex seventy eight point five times a year, okay, okay, which is only two point seven nine times fewer than people in the early nineties. So that's is that even really statistically significant? No, not at is all. Is it it's, really <laughs> like? Come, I'm like thinking, I'm like, really? I mean, what? What's that like? You're saying two point whatever less times a year, right? So, so okay, so like if we round up, that's basically saying that they had sex eighty times a year. 
Okay, which yeah. is which is you know uh, six six times a month essentially six times a month is what that boils down to, um, yeah. a little more than six times a month. Uh, let's you know, and that's three times less a year, fewer a year than than they used to. So instead of six point five eight or whatever it is, six point six point six 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 point six six times a month, they used to have sex a little bit more than that, like a little bit more, like just three more times an entire year, you know, like they just may get a little busier in December or something and that. So it's, it's not, it's it's stupid. It's a, it's a, it's a stupid thing to also make this into some shocking thing that says it's a sex recession because on average people are having less instances of sex. Did they, did they take into account like the type of relationships people are having sex in of like, if it's more of like that hookup culture or in relationships or just sex in general? What the actual question is, what the the, the way they asked the question was, uh, uh, hold on, I know she has it here. Um, it just said, how many sex partners have you had in the past 12 months and about how often did you have sex during the past 12 months? So what were the averages for partners? I don't know that. <laughs> Let's see. Stupid. They didn't even uh, disclose that. No, no, they disclosed it. I'm just trying to look and see where it, um, yeah. what, what it says here. If they Because I'm said, interested in the number of partners of like what it used to be in the 90s compared to what it is now. Right. If like that went up two percentage points too or did that – Yeah, I don't think, the, I don't think the, the partners didn't actually uh, – yeah, I don't think the partners – they didn't Cause say I think, the partners part. I think – millennials get blamed a lot for like okay well we're not wanting to settle down we're not wanting to have kids so we're basically just like fucking everyone we see and just hooking up but at the same time they're also getting blamed for it being a sex recession so it's millennials are just yeah they are the you know the the whipping child for every single thing that anybody wants to complain about and it's stupid it really is stupid um yeah because between 1989 and 1994 18 to 29 year olds were reportedly having sex 81.2 times a year and then 10 years later, 78, I'm sorry, 20 years later, 78.5 times. So uh, that's, you know, it's so minimal that I don't even know why anyone would, would make a big deal out of that. <laughs> because it makes for a great fucking headline about millennials. Yeah, I guess it really Because really there's does. somewhat of a drop. Because they're trying to, they're just trying to pin like why this whole like lifestyle shift of like how we're so different from other generations of because we're not as quote unquote traditional. Right. So we're having less sex. Well, so so then then that's what also is important to talk about is sex doesn't get defined. It doesn't ask if it's good sex or if, you know, if you're happy, if you're satisfied if with your sex life. Or if it's just oral or if it's. Or, or like or if they're satisfied, if they think they're having, you know, because and that that's really what it boils down to is I think that as we're growing as a society, which means as the boomers are dying out and <laughs> we start <laughs> to have a more enlightened group of people uh, kind of coming into into power. Somewhat. Uh, yes, yeah, for the most part. But, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> definition and and uh, of what sex is, is changing. Um, they're obviously with the, uh, you know, marginalized groups that, that are now finally getting their voice and getting, you know, getting seen, uh, you know, the, the trans, you know, anyone who's, who's trans, anyone who's, uh, you know, non-binary with, um, just the whole LGBTQIA, like everyone who, who identifies in any capacity as that, um, what they consider sex might be different than what, you know, the, your typical, you know, cisgender, hetero yeah. man and woman are going to consider sex as well. So that, like, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole variety. And now, I think too that people are more comfortable with their sexuality, not as much as they should be. You know, everyone should understand the fact that the Kinsey scale is a scale. 
and it's a sliding scale and that very few people are either 100% gay or 100% straight, that there's usually somewhere in the middle. But I would say women are a little more flexible in that way in the sense that I feel like a lot of women are willing to admit or experiment um, because, and I think part of it because of the fetish, fetishization of, of woman on woman, like porn, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's like, but then like men are, you know, men are, men are terrified of admitting any type of interest that might not be a hundred percent straight. Uh, and I'm just because, oh, that means they're gay. And that, that is, a, yep. that it's still a pejorative even in 2019, which it shouldn't be, but it still, it still has a, a negative connotation to it. But, uh, as people get more more understanding as younger generations are more willing to to you know to accept this the um, sex can mean any number of things and so it can mean it doesn't mean what is it you know does it include oral is it, you know oral only because you know if it's just if it orals there if it includes you know two people who don't have penises you know or there's no penetration like you said um if it's mutual masturbation that's going on if it's bringing in toys and it's just playing with Ooh, toys yeah. If yeah. it's, you know, if it's even something where it just happens to be kind of um, like uh, aggressive cuddling with each other, you know, like there, there's a variety of things that can happen that are um, that might not be qualified immediately by saying sex. If you're like, how many sexual partners have you had? Um, you might not, you know, consider the, the that random, you know, the person that you experimented with that one time. Shit. I know I don't. <laughs> I don't count certain people. We did a whole like body count episode right. of just like there's things that like I just don't consider like that wasn't sex and other things. I'm like that was that experience with that person, even though there wasn't penetration, felt like more of a sexual experience than other people that I've been with. Right. Where we actually did have, you know, P and V. Right. So, P and V. Right. Well, yeah. And on our <laughs> on our body count episode, that was actually uh, you know something that we talked about was that that why would sex just include intercourse that live besides the fact that leaves out entire groups of people who have sex with each other it's because of that stigma of like what's your number right that people still perpetuate is like seeing a value of a lower number oh you're well you're a good girl or whatever the fuck and it's like oh well if it's over a certain number then you're clearly a whore like just these fucking labels that because everyone wants to find a label for something so they can fit in or absolutely well like so sarah if you were asked the survey, how many sexual partners have you had in the past twelve months? <laughs> okay, never mind. That's gone down significantly now. <laughs> but but like in the past twelve months, your initial answer would probably be to say, "Well, you had you had we had the Las Vegas one night stand, right?" No, but that wasn't even in the past twelve months. Okay, so then the you're kind well, of I w- I would say gentleman. probably it would be under. If you're, well, if you're, if you're just counting actual that. sex, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, counting... but your initial instinct was probably would probably be just to say, oh, okay, well, just just. But one the time. way you phrased that was sexual experiences, right? No, I said, how many sex partners have you had in the past twelve months? I don't think that's what you said. I don't know. Now maybe that is what you said. Replay that. I don't I, know. I don't know. I was reading the question <laughs> from the what they asked in the actual. How um, many sexual partners? Yeah. If it's sexual partners, I I see that different as how many like times did I have sex? Right. Those are two. Well, the no. way that I said that. <laughs> How many times did I have sex? And if I say it like this, <laughs> and no, have sex nobody's ever going to want to have sex with me if I call it sex like sex. this. Next time Hi, would sex. you like to have sex with me? My name's Sarah, and I like a penis in my vagina. I want some sex. Okay, I think we're done here. I think we're done here. But okay, if you were to say sexual partners, I, I think I would include Sergeant Slaughter. I would include... Um, 
just it would probably be from that like six to ten range if I was to say sexual partners. But if okay, so then how the the question is how often did you have sex during the past twelve months? (laughs) Twice. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, like then again, I count sex as well. That's what I'm saying because most people do. So that's that's what that's why this study is so is so skewed because even someone like yourself who I mean we you and I talk about sex and stuff open we, we talk about how to change yeah. the stigmas literally in our body count episode we talked about including oral and our number and even then your still inclination is to say twice yeah so that that's just one of those things to And even then I really don't even want to count that cuz I'm like it was well, right. was it really P and V at that point like right. was it Right yeah it, it, it barely counted yeah <laughs> it, it and didn't, like I- yeah, I mean, I had that uh, that experience that I, when I was with um, that uh, when I when I was with the, the trans girl and that we were fooling around and everything, and then like all of a sudden, I did, like I was like we were edging, kind of like fooling around all day. I was edging, and then like when I actually didn't actually end up having sex because I came because I was like it would get to that point. It was just too much, just from like fooling around. And you know what? That was a really positive, fun sexual experience that had nothing to you know. N- there was no actual. You know, there was no intercourse. Um, there was, you know, yeah. while we were fooling around, there was there was the some oral, but it was like it was mostly just being there with someone and actually enjoying the experience with them, and that was enough. And that, but that was a positive sexual experience. But it's not. I wouldn't consider that sex, even if even now talking about it, what I would say did that count as sex? I guess not. Yeah. But it probably should. So. I think that you know that that's why this 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 survey is so stupid is because I think we're starting to define what like uh sexual experiences we have or whatever personal like good like enjoyable sex is is going to be might not always include what we by definition or you know uh traditionally consider sex. That's a good point. You said you saw a study about um about sex toys as well, about right? About se- yeah, about sex toys and how because this is a good shift. We've been shifting more on the female orgasm and realizing that like talking about not faking it anymore, talking about, you know, like, like you've said a million times, it'll take you how many seconds or right. minutes or whatever. <laughs> right, right. And like, it takes women a little bit longer normally. Um, so I, there's definitely been that shift in the conversation for sure. And I don't know, maybe this is just what I've experienced and people are afraid because I'm going to get on the podcast and talk, but a lot of guys are always just like, I want to make sure you're taken care of where I think like, early on in like high school and stuff I was like oh well I just want to be good where now I feel like there is a little bit more shift at least in my experience that people are like okay well I want to make sure you're having a good time because it will take me only you know x amount of minutes mm-hmm. um which has kind of spiked the trend in female sex toys and that market has exploded because <laughs> exploded because <laughs> are you 12? sorry I'm, I'm actually 12 um <laughs> uh, that I, I, now I can't even say the word exploded again. Um, but there's been a, a bigger shift in focusing on female sex toys because of that, which is a good thing. Right. So it's like everyone's coming now and we're yeah. going to focus more on female Everybody's coming. It's like, and, uh, you're listening yeah. to Oprah's podcast. Right? It's like everybody gets an orgasm. You get everybody, an orgasm. Everybody, you, you, you. Oh. <laughs> everybody gets an O. Um. I think it definitely is that situation because the what's called the silent generation, which was um, people born in the 30s. Were Is apparently, that the people that had sex very quietly? <laughs> they were, they were the, like the, <laughs> you know, the kind of our oldest generation right now. They reported the most sex, but additional studies and surveys found out that they also were experiencing the least satisfying sex because 
the sex mm. to someone in that in that age group. Now, and I don't want to speak, you know, very traditional. Ju- yes, it's essentially, you know, missionary style. There's no foreplay. There's very little oral. If there's oral, it's going to be, you know, woman on going down on man, and very, you know, oh, actual kill me. Very, yeah, very rarely the other way, if if that at all. Intercourse, and then you know. It, and second, so no foreplay, just leading right to intercourse, and then you know probably three pumps and he's done, and then that's it, and that's considered sex. So they're having a lot of sex. There's also that rationale oh. from back, especially from from you know the 30s, 40s, 50s. You're 60s, having sex 70s. to get pregnant. Having sex to get pregnant, and also that it's your responsibility as a wife to have sex with your husband, and that the husband oh. has a right to. So like there, there's that misogynistic yeah. and, and you know systemically opp- oppressive um, philosophy about sex as well. That's, you know, the, the slowly has been changing. And I think that, you know, women were basically, um, you know, they were, I was reading somewhere else where someone said that it was clear that women were giving a lot more sex than they actually felt like they have, they were having. Um, so, you know, like they, they, they might, they weren't really having sex. They were just, you know, giving it up essentially because that's so fucking it was an obligation. awful. Yeah. So, well, and that's why you see like with maybe it's the boomer. I don't know what generation my parents are in but maybe they're boomers yeah um yeah i think they're that they well because both my parents are like now divorced and they all like went dating or whatever and they found other people but i think they like got sick of like that married life probably i'm not (laughs) speaking for my parents but their sex life was probably one thing and then they like got to experience other things like oh yeah you know and they're having more of these experiences now i don't know well right they're making up for lost times because they're like oh things are changing now like we rushed into getting married we rushed into all these things and now it's like oh i've expanded my horizons because i don't need to stay into this mold from the silent generation or whatever i think that that's and that's actually the the best type of old any anyone from older generations and and is and this is the like philosophy i try to adapt as well is that you have to you have to adapt as a person you have to you have to grow you have to and and appreciate what new cult you know like as culture grows and changes to appreciate that and to change like who who i am and how i approach sex and and sexuality and everything now is so much different than it was when i was 20 and in a good way because I've you know I've evolved yeah. and I'm I, you weren't even having sex when you were that's um, that's very true like yeah I mean, <laughs> literally, literally but but how well, I, I approached know that it, yeah 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 <laughs> how I approached it was was very different and and so I think it's important to do that and I do I know I do know older people that are open sexually and they experiment and they go out there and they do whatever like they try new things because they're realizing that they missed out on this over their entire lives mm-hmm. and now yeah. like you know that, that there's oh, there, there's kind of a revolution going um i saw somebody in one article um refer to it as essentially um a sex diet is what this is it's not a, a sex, sex recession diet. yeah and what that means is you're kind of trimming away the bad stuff and keeping the essential the, the stuff that's good for you essentially yeah so you're not you're having more meaningful sex when you're having it right or like it, more pleasurable i guess more or- pleasurable it's also reflecting that women are more willing to say no and stick yeah. stick with that no, which means that when they're when they don't want to, they're feeling less, um, maybe less pressure to to give in, and uh, they're feeling a little more empowered to be able to say no, I don't want to do that, and no, I'm not feeling on, I'm not letting you guilt me into sex or whatever, and so the sex is happening when it's more of a mutual benefit. And, mm. um, and then I think that that's you know that that because you know we know that how many women get 
you know, either, you know, either get assaulted, but I'll either just get pressured into sex, just peer pressure or, you know, just date pressured in, into having sex when they don't want to. And so I feel like uh, definitely a lot more women, uh, younger women are now willing to say no. I mean, and can you imagine being in the silent generation? It's like, it's the expectation of a woman in a marriage to have sex X amount of times per week where now women are like, yeah, no, like, right. let's not. Or like even married people are like, no, we'll make this work for us. Like, you know, we can go on some a break and then we'll we'll have a month of just straight fucking or whatever. I don't know. I'm not married. But right. that could be a different dynamic where like in the past it was like to be quote unquote successful, you have to have sex X amount of times right. per week. And, and it's just and, and it's you know expected that when you know you, you know when your husband wants it, you give it up and that's no longer a thing. I mean it not it shouldn't uh, have been a thing back then either, but yeah. it, it's now very vocally not a thing. Um so, Thank God. Yes, <laughs> and I, I do think it's really interesting. Yeah, the, the whole sex toy market is is great. That, that like that's that's fantastic because people are now finally realizing you can have sex toys. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. That mm-hmm. if you're a guy and you're with you're with a woman and and someone brings out you know she wants to bring out a toy and you take offense to that, that's on you. Like the the, the like bringing in toys into the bedroom is just a fun way to uh, you know make things more pleasurable for everyone. I've never had it be a bad experience either. Well, like my most recent with the gentleman, like I brought out my toy and he was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Like there was like a level of excitement versus like, oh, well, you don't think like I'm good enough where I think in the past, like I've also been in an experience with that of like, oh, well, why not just me? So there has been a little bit of shift in that experience for me. Yes. Well, that's good. And and we've but we've had people like in the Facebook group, I think, that have like said that they like they had guys get offended and get like their you know, butt hurt about it. Um, and not literally butthurt because they're probably too embarrassed to ever uh, try anything with their butt because <laughs> that they're, is so true. They're so <laughs> they're so homophobic or or whatever. They have like these weird antiquated uh, beliefs. But um, I, I did. Uh, what what else did I see that um there was? Oh, here we go. That in in the study too, there were um among people aged th- eighteen to thirty four, thirty five percent tried anal, twenty percent have tried some type of BDSM. Uh, 44% have used a sex toy, uh, 49% have had tried rough sex and, uh, 9% have tried group, group sex. So like people are, are trying more. So there and they might not necessarily call any of that. Like if you have a relationship where you are, you know, with a bondage or something, that might be a completely sexual experience for two people, but they're not necessarily going to say, yes, that was sex when someone asks, right. you know, if that was a, like, if that was a sexual experience, because they're not going to describe it as such. And, and I think that's what we need to do is really change the terminology of how we describe sex. It's going to take moving a lot of mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's going to take killing all the boomers is really what's going to take. And just like Great. that's it right there. Let them all die. Um, okay, boomer. Huh? I said, okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Oh, um, I think, you know, it, it, it is one of those things that I, I would encourage anybody to think about their sex life in the sense that it is quality over quantity. It's not about – like we talk a lot about you getting laid. You know, we do, we do, we joke, we joke about it a lot, but the fact is if you had wanted to have sex, like if you like legitimately just wanted to get laid, like it was all just about getting a dick, it could have happened. I could have had it. Oh, it could have happened to, you know, a couple, a couple dozen times by now, I think. Yeah. But that's just not, I would rather have the, the emotional connection, the physical connection, all of those things come into play and then we have sex. Yes. That's that's where I'm coming from. Maybe maybe there's another big percentage of millennials that also feel this way too, but I also feel like there's just like across the board people in general 
like there's that hookup of like oh, i don't know like i want dick and then there's like another percentage of people that are like i want that too well, like i want the right and there's nothing wrong with that like sometimes people are just like yeah. just, they just want to get you know they just yeah they just want to get fucked and but i think that it's important to say well you know why is it that you just want to get fucked maybe you deserve something a little more fulfilling than that are you going to be like is someone actually getting fulfilled by that or and they might be so i like i don't know it really depends yeah. um and for me like that's not fulfilling and for other people it could be like a great feeling after right but that's per person. And then sometimes it's born out of like a self-hatred where they just don't want to, like if they don't want to feel anything, they just want to get fucked by somebody who's going to leave the next, you know, leave immediately. And that's, yeah. that's a whole psychological issue that we can't address in this, <laughs> in this episode in any capacity. But, great. <laughs> but the, the, the fact is, is that sex should be about quality. It should be about two people or more of whatever genders or orientations, you know, they are enjoying each other's company in an intimate way with the ideal situation of them reaching orgasm, you know, either together or if it doesn't happen, sometimes that's okay too. But like the goal being that, you know, that both people are enjoying themselves to the fullest extent possible. And sometimes that means that, you know, like one person's like, oh, I don't need to worry about me right now. This is about you right now. And that, that happens. And sometimes it's about let's both, you know, make sure we get off. And, you know, sometimes there's, 14 of you. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, that's just seems like a lot of work, though. But <laughs> I thought you always said like threesomes are a lot of work. Oh, yeah, they really are. Yeah. Focus on one. But God, that one time. More power I, like, to I've, you. Like I said, I've only had the, just the one experience and both my hands were so tired. Like, but uh, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I, I, I tried to showcase my my magical finger ability, at least. Uh, the, so <laughs> but I couldn't lift both my arms the next day from from all the work. So I don't, I don't think all that working out. I know, yeah, that was really that was, that was just <laughs> I don't want to do that again. No, thank you. Too much work. But I do agree, though. Quality, reaching an orgasm, having a fun time and being comfortable. Those are the things that are important. Not how many fucking times you have sex in a year or. Right whatever number you're comparing another generation or whatever, I don't think that matters. And there is no sex recession and stop blaming millennials for everything because that's just stupid. And we're not going to your fucking Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) And half the time it's not even like millennials either. Like it's just, it's such a stupid thing just to want to add a label to it because you don't have the cognitive capacity to be able to like assess what, what the actual issue is. You're like, Oh, I got to blame somebody. Um, I say as I blame boomers for everything. So I don't know, uh, you know, if that's a, <laughs> I'm just going to be talking out of my ass. Who knows? Yeah. Anything else we want to add about and this for topic? Talking out, I was going to say, and for talking out of his ass, I don't, I don't think there's anything else we need to cover here. Yeah. Besides, let's just have great sex. Have great sex. I'll get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on that. I'm just thinking too, like I haven't, because I haven't been putting in a lot of effort into dating, then like the rest kind of trickles down. Like I haven't, I can't remember the last time like anything else has really happened for me. Um, but you know what? I'm happy. So I haven't have had, sex. Don't have sex. Just be happy. You know, I haven't had sex in. It's I think it's like been like three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, and but I had that experience where I kind of like um, I cuddled with uh, with Lisa like when when she stayed over. And we just had that platonic cuddling thing, and I genuinely yeah. felt refreshed from that, like, and felt like, like it, that, like that was almost enough to tide me over. Like it was just like, because it was like it had an, it had an intimate physical intimacy to it that I really felt nice. It was very nice. So I don't know. I just, I just thought of that. I just, I just realized that. I'd like some of that. Yeah, you just need to, need to find <laughs> somebody. I got a great weighted blanket, but I'd like some. You of that find too. somebody who's going to cuddle you that's not going to try to stick their dick in you at the same time, basically. 
I know that's a struggle, yeah. but yeah. Oh. Anyways, I think we've covered everything we need to. Talk I agree. Here. I agree. Um, and um, what are you know what? We'll do our own survey as well. How many uh, how many times have you had sex this year? And how many partners have you had? What? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you answer that question? How many times have you had sex this I year? I can't count that many? high, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. No, no. I mean, no, no, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> All right. But generally, if I mean, like, that's the thing, and and I know because I I don't think I I'd have to sit back and say, okay, well, I've been on this many dates with diff- this many people. Uh, I'd have to listen to all the do old episodes long of the division? podcast. Yeah, so do some, a number. Yeah, I'd need like a chalkboard. You know that that one it sounds so that, bad when you say that it. One like meme that. of the woman with the, like all the math in front of her. She's like making that face, and it's all like the graphs in front of her. You mean Julia Roberts? Is that Julia Roberts? Isn't it? It looks like Julie Roberts. Now that you say that, I don't think it's her, but uh, it looks like her. Yes, that one. Um, No, just because like, (laughs) you know, the sexual experiences I've had, like a lot of them wouldn't count as sex, but uh, but we would count them as that because we're trying to redefine. I would say, yeah, I would say sexual experiences, not actual. Yeah. yeah, So in the last 12 months, I don't know. Um, When I was with um, when I was dating Tinkerbell, I mean, we were having sex and, you know, daily and experiences daily. Daily. Almost. Yeah. So damn, even when I'm in relationships, it's never daily. So yeah, it was almost daily. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so no, I did not. But uh, but I'd like to hear from our listeners, maybe uh, what they consider yeah. sex or how many you know actual sexual experiences they've had in a year, and we can see if this whole recession thing is uh, we can we can further confirm that it's bullshit. Um, you can um, you can email us uh, if you want at datingkindofsexpodcast at gmail dot com. You can. Where you want to, Where else can you find us, Sarah? Follow us on uh, follow us on Instagram at dating kind of sucks. You can join our Facebook group and get in on the conversation at facebook.com slash group slash DKS podcast. That's right. Um, can... We don't. We have our own personal Twitters, our own personal Instagram accounts as well. Um, and we're always, you know, if you want to shoot us a DM and have, you know, some one off conversations, and we give advice through there too. Yeah, all the time. I know you do, and I know I do as yeah, well. Yeah, we, so. we both do all the time, uh, both through our own personal Instagrams and through the Dating Kind of Sucks Instagram. Uh, you can also, if you do enjoy what you're hearing and you enjoy the everything we put out, um, including our just the tip Thursdays on Instagram and all of that, you can uh, you can find us on datingkindofsucks.com and you can support us on Patreon. Yeah, it's Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com slash DKS podcast, where for as little as five dollars a month, you can be one of our sponsors and we put exclusive content on there. We've got interviews that I've had with two of my exes. We also have some foot fetish erotica and we're going to be uploading even more information, even more stuff as we uh, as we add it, as we try to come up with more content for people who are patrons, because we do appreciate that. And then finally, we would love your support in reviews. And here's a big thing that I want everybody to do right now. If you have Spotify, even if you don't have Spotify, it's free. If you would look up dating kind of sucks on Spotify and please follow it or like it or whatever the option is to do to follow. follow? Um, Because we found that Spotify has really grown our listener base. And the only way that Spotify knows that people like it is if people actually follow it. Yeah. So even if you, you know, subscribed on iTunes and, you know, whatever, uh, if you don't mind, pull up Spotify and and like and follow it there. That'd be great. Um, If you do want to leave us a review, we'd love a review on Stitcher or iTunes. That always helps us. And, and the best part about Spotify, too, is a lot of people are like, oh, well, I can't do a review on iTunes because I don't like Apple and all that. Stuff. An Android. Like, well, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, 
So then just follow us on Spotify. Yes, but please do that. That'd be great. And other than that, I think we're done with the episode. We will be back. Well, this is, um, well, it's November already. We're going <laughs> to. I know, right? I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ. the holiday season. Oh, man. We're getting close on uh, to our 100th episode, too. I think we'll be, I think that'll be right around Christmas might be our 100th episode. Oh, God. We're getting so old. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so we'll be back uh, next week with a brand new episode, but thank you for listening. Yeah, until next time. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no bucks. On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks, trying and trying and having no luck, because we all know dating kind of sucks. Sarah and Adam are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life is a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks.